Inherently Happy, episode 116, Happy Rhythm. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. I sometimes know the right thing to do, but I also sometimes don't want to do it. Or just can't help myself from doing the opposite. One right thing to do, one happy thing, is to achieve balanced growth. Not reckless, not stagnant, but steady improvement. And sorry to say, it may require regular effort. You have to get enough sleep, whether all at once every night or in little naps throughout the day. You have to get enough food. You need to feel that the human race isn't worse with you in it. That last one may be a sticking point for some of you. I had a friend who had a PhD, was a lecturer, but felt unfulfilled by it, even after all the work it took to get it. She struggled with self-esteem and perspective and attempted suicide on more than one occasion, finally nailing it a couple of weeks ago on Halloween. She had a dark sense of humor, as do I. So while I know her struggle was real, and she was seeking peace, howsoever she could find it, I can't help also thinking that her decision to make that her departure date seemed somehow fitting to her. She'll be missed, but we still have to carry on regardless. Maybe just a little bit sadder for a time when grief touches us. We want to find ways to make a difference, to cause an effect, to exercise our choices and exert our wills. If you're going over the edge of the world because you can't regulate yourself or retain anything, then how can you rule yourself? First, you must balance your growth. You must be aiming in a happy direction. It is a rhythm as all aspects of life are. We breathe in a rhythm. Our hearts beat in a rhythm. We grow wild and seek balance both in a rhythm. We live, we die, we quit, we try. Happy is learning. Happy is love. Happy is life. They all have a happy rhythm or else you aren't learning, loving, or living. So if you should meet someone knowledgeable, and ask him or her for advice, then a significant amount of time needs to be taken to incorporate it. That's happy learning's asking price. It can come in pieces, but one fortune cookie phrase alone is not enough to show the happy rhythm. You have to first become familiar with the subject before you can do a deep dive. I'm trying to tap into happy, just like you are, but I can't do that just by pondering and planning. I have to ultimately take action. Pondering, planning, and play. Play is the happy way, and play requires effort. So I write these sermons for me, primarily, my future me, when I may need to play them again, but they are also for any who may need them. I try to cover as many topic, topics and perspectives as I can, but I will mostly draw on my own mind, since that's the very thing I'm working with and trying to improve. 
I have anger issues. Too many of them. A few is fine. Righteous indignation can get things done. But a surplus is unhealthy. Prolonged extremes usually are. Too much fear, too much sadness can be crushing and deadly. So we must express, release, and drop the pain. Except where it acts as it's supposed to. Warning us of damage or providing us with contrast. So crucial to balance and growth, to happy. I don't want to add more anger to the world, but I get mad. I get mad when other people get angry sometimes. It's vicious. Here's a real pisser. I get mad at myself for getting angry sometimes. I don't like being angry. It boils my blood and storms my brain. So I try to remind myself to be mindful, grateful, and forgiving. I listen to a previous episode I recorded that deals with that topic, or I seek out the wisdom of others throughout history. I would need to do a lot of these to cover even a good foundation of support and reference. I'm deep into year three as it is. How long did the other guys take to tap into universal truths? 40 days? Seven weeks? But they pondered, planned, and played all at once. My rhythm is a little more compounded with other rhythms. I can only meditate on the weekends because I have a J-O-B and it's taken a while. So in order to go on a prolonged, happy, rhythmed play spree, I need to have it be financially sustainable. And that requires hunkering down and doing the work. Whenever the work can be done. Weekends, if weekends are all I got. Or on my long commute. Or on my lunch break. As I write the words down, I break the lines up as if they were poems. But it's more to remind me, they're reminders in many happy ways, where to pause and what words to emphasize when I then record them. Which I generally do right after I finish writing them, and so I may not recall every inflection or intent, which is why I need to break them up so I can remind myself. Sounds have rhythm, like music, balanced and growing, happy. As you notice, not so much discover, because you've always had it there, you just forgot or stopped noticing. But as you notice the rhythm, then you can get familiar. Pondering becomes planning becomes play. I enjoy making these. That's making my work into play. I don't get paid for them yet, but the response has been steady. Steady got its own line in that last stanza. I put rhythm into phrases and sometimes even rhyme. Setting up an expectation, but then taking my sweet time. Time got its own paragraph on that one. Happy is the very rhythm of balance and growth, of happy life. Your body moves in a rhythm. You sleep. Your sleep is in a rhythm. Your thoughts are in a rhythm. And if you ever lose your rhythm, you lose your sense of play. You lose your confidence in your own thoughts. You lose your love of life. It's a hiccup of the mind, a spasm in your mental diaphragm that must be relaxed and restarted. Some prefer to shock it, into restarting, but restart it must. 
Your panic is counterproductive sometimes when you can no longer tell the difference between fight or flight. You need to regroup, player. The game needs a timeout. I had a little fun the other day with an email I sent out at work to the entire division, 10 departments in all, to executives and staff both, just like I do every other week, to remind some of those slackers who can't put a reminder on their own calendars about doing their time cards. I didn't add jokes, I didn't rock the boat, but I kept it minimalistic and upbeat, just the same, like a poem. It read, Good morning, institutional advancement. IA includes the departments of ADVS, ALUM, DEVL, FNAD, GOVR, PBEV, PINF, and of course, VCIA, to say nothing of ALVC and CREL. I didn't actually describe what those abbreviations stood for in the email, but they are Advancement Services, Alumni Affairs, Development, Financial Administration, Governmental Relations, Event Management and Protocol, formerly known as Public Events, News and Communication, perhaps once considered Public Information, and the Vice Chancellor's Office for Institutional Advancement, along with the Seasonal Departments of the Alumni Vacation Center and Community Relations. Now back to the email. Please compete your... Complete your time cards as soon as you can, but no later than Monday at 10 a.m. so that we can make our deadline. Remember, time cards change color as you work on them and record every saved action, so checking your work is easy. See my attached guides with pictures. Thanks, Jeff. The P.S. was a link to the timekeeping website and a way to search for it should they need to. And then for the P.P.S., I wrote... My handy, super-dandy guides for common issues are attached. How to audit time cards, approving, removing approvals, checking activity, color-coded. How to add comments, attaching notes to time cards. And that was the entirety of the mail. So, it's not appropriate. It's not inappropriate, rather. It's not unprofessional, per se, It has some whimsy for sure, but it gets the job done with some fun. I forgot to write this down, so let me just do a quick aside here. Um, In previous episodes, we learned, you know, that I was banned from sending cartoons and whimsical thing out because I got a little too personal. And they didn't like pictures of my car crash that I survived. thought that was triggering for two people out of several hundred or whatever. Back to our writing That was my goal in life. That's my goal in life. That's my rhythm. That's my happy. To help in a fun way to play. To make life more fun while I still get things done. I like writing these, but I also like having a job that pays cash money and has health benefits. If I could make those two the same thing, man, I'd be so happy. But I'm happy now. See, you have to be happy all the time. Be grateful and mindful and forgiving all the time and ready and agile and emotionally stable all the time so that you can enjoy the good and you can disregard the bad and just kind of move forward, you know? I mean, I like the people at work, getting back to the writing, and the people at work are nice. Sure, sure. Let's, let's try that again. Let's get a little feeling in there. Get a little rhythm going, okay? 
And the people at work are nice, sure, sure. But when you'd really rather that the other thing was the sole breadwinner, it can lead to wistful daydreaming is all. And very busy nights and weekends with no social life to speak of. I take pride in my work at the job. I like being productive, helpful, attentive, engaging. But I'd rather do that with a room full of artists instead. Where work and play are one. Life and love are balanced and growing in a happy rhythm. I try to turn all work into play. But some games are just more fun than others. Even so, finding your happy rhythm is key to whatever you lock into. Ha ha. Gauza.